What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Shardog.com. My name is Sean Sheehan, and today I am back to review the fantastic one championship card uh, that went down on uh, Saturday night, one fight night, 13, Alizov versus Gregorian. And honestly, you know, obviously this is an MMA website. I'm an MMA guy, and this is an MMA show. And there was only three MMA fights on this. But it's hard to say that this wasn't the card of the year contender. An absolute joy to watch from start to finish. You know, someone, I, and I've admitted it before, even when I was uh, speaking to Chattery a while back, like, I'm maybe not the biggest kickboxing fan in the world. I'm like, yeah, you know, or, or even Muay Thai or whatever. But, I, you know, it's grown on me. I, lo- I, like, I like it mixed in with a bit of MMA, mixed in with a bit of jiu-jitsu as well. It's grown on me. And honestly, if you're looking for a card... For, I suppose, the standing arts to grow on you. This is probably a good one to show people because it was really, really, really good. Um, and there's a lot to get to. So let's let's get straight into it. I'm going to start with the um, the top uh, two um, uh, kickbox matches. And we go through them pretty quickly because they were maybe the, the most uneventful of the show. And then we'll get into the rest of it as we go. So the main event was uh, Alizar versus Gregorian. Um and it was a pretty one-sided fight while still being pretty good. Alazov was uh, was very, very good in this. He set a high pace early in round one. And it did look, now to be fair, like uh, as someone, you know, who's watches a lot of fighting, but maybe not a lot, a lot of kickboxing. That Gregorian was was taking his time and he was trying to maybe pace himself for a later run. Uh, and we we did see that, but it was very slow early. You know, I spoke to uh, Regan Aircell about this on a, uh, an interview a while back. And he said, you know, one of his fights, like that's something he he does did in that fight and does often. And like when it is five rounds, when it is um, three minute rounds as well, I suppose that is uh, that is more possible. But it's very tough on the other side then to keep up that pace for the full five rounds. But that's what Alisov set out to do. And in the second round, I think his distance control really helped his pace because it was kind of with the teeps, with the knees, with the uh, with the low kicks. It it really, as I said, it helped him keep distance and it helped him dominate the round while he didn't have to keep as high a pace as the first round. And it was, I think, it was very smart. He was even if it was only 10, 15 seconds of rest rather than kind of going forward the whole time. It was really, really smart, and he won that round there. Round three was closer. Gregorian was landing more hooks, but Alisov was still had that distance control, and in my opinion, was still winning from there. But it came to the fourth in, and it was funny the, the Gregorian kind of game plan to maybe tire him out and then come late. When it came to the fourth, they both looked as tired as each other. Gregorian was landing more again, but um, Alisov was kind of still picking away. And I looked down at my notes and I'm thinking, like, is this 4-0 at this stage? And I think it, it probably was. You know, there, there was probably an argument. Now I'm not uh, as up the, today maybe in the, the kickboxing uh, <laughs> scoring criteria as I'm in MMA, but there maybe was an argument for 2-2, but I think that would have been harsh on Alisov. Um, and the fifth round in, look, that pace did tell, but the, the pace of Gregorian did up as well. And he I think he pretty clearly won that round. Landed a massive uppercut early. An absolutely insane round. Um... There was a lot of circling and a lot of movement from Alizov more so, and uh, you know so much so that um, the referee Olivia Cost was telling him to stop circling and all. But uh, in the end, uh, Alizov did get the win, and uh, uh, unanimous decision win there for him, and, and much deserved, hundred um, percent. 
the other kickboxing match uh, ended inside the distance. Uh, and that was Tawanshai against David Korea. Tawanshai was kind of inviting one to the left uh, kick and the left hand all day. Uh, Kiria was landing his lead hook, but only because Tawanshai was landing so much, I think. Um, and that was kind of the story of the first two rounds. It was like, um, it was a competitive fight, but a clear fight that Tawanshai was just landing more. And then there, something had happened to... Uh, Kiria's, uh, you know, uh, arm, and he was definitely injured, but the last kick that Tawanshai landed on it, I don't know, did it dislocate his elbow or break his arm, but he was absolutely crunched, and uh, it ended the fight, and Tawanshai got the win in the third round as a broken arm from the kick. Like, there was kind of clear, it showed his arm was, like, hurt, but then it, like, cracked. So it was a, it was a ridiculous one, and really, really good there. Um... Uh, do you know what? I, I'm just going to do all the, the, the stand-up while we're here and we'll, we'll run through them. And then we'll get to the mixed martial arts and a bit of the grappling as well. Um, Supergirl took on Lara Fernandez. This was uh, maybe a more competitive fight than I think the commentators and a lot of people were, were thinking. Um, Supergirl was landing her straight rights, her jabs, and it was kind of all her in round one. But in round two, uh, Fernandez came out, landed that right high kick. Um, uh, Supergirl did hurt her to the body at one stage, but it was a much more even round. In the third round then, it was very even in terms of uh, what was being landed. And I think Fernandez probably landed the harder shots as well. So Supergirl did win the decision, but I think Fernandez had every right to be annoyed. Uh, like, who would I have given it? I probably would have given it to Supergirl, but I think it was very, very close. A very, very close fight. And, um, you know, Supergirl's only 19 years of age. Uh, you know, her sister, uh, Wonder Girl, is in there as well. So they have a big future ahead of them. Um, Elias uh, Mahmoudi against Edgar Tabares. This was uh, probably the biggest destruction, maybe, on the card, was it? Maybe I, 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 must, I, must, I must keep going through it here, and we'll, we'll see. Maybe there was a big one. But I, I, I think this was... Uh, Elias knocked him down immediately with a left hook, um, and then there was a knee knockdown. And then there was kind of two half knockdowns that weren't given, just an absolutely insane pace. And then Elias dislocated his finger. Uh, he said afterwards he broke his hand. Maybe it was a broken hand, but it looked to me like a dislocated finger. Uh, and he, <laughs> he did that, he's like, okay, let's draw a few elbows, let's draw a few knees. Four knees right up through the middle, and Tabaras was done. So an absolute demolition job here by Elamis, uh, Elias Mahmoudi in... Uh, how long was it? It was inside only a, a few minutes. One one thirty eight of uh, of round one, so very very quick finish there. Um, Rungrawi then uh, he took on uh, Nauzet Trujillo. Um, I, it was funny, like you see, with uh, I'd say a lot of these lads trained very 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 hard, and uh, Rungrawi came limping in to, <laughs> in his walking, uh, but immediately started kicking to the legs and the body. His straight lefts were just something else. Uh, Trujillo came into the round, but Rungnery was just landing better. Trujillo is bigger and maybe better in the clinch, um, but kind of looked... His, car, his corner said this, so this is not me saying this, but his corner said it between rounds, like, stop looking scared in there. And that's... In round one, it was, a, it was a bit of that, but that quickly changed, you know. It was a slower start to round two, and maybe for two minutes, but Trujillo made it into a pocket fight then, and he was much better. He kind of he grew into the fight, and, you know, the, the, the corner saying is scared. Maybe it was more nervous than anything else, but um, definitely 
uh, quicker insight was Trujillo and he did a really good job there and maybe you know if you're carrying an injury coming in and turns into a pace game maybe that's a very tough thing to live with but Rungnery I think got his second win he was kind of clearly landing harder but although both were landing in the third round close enough fight I, I thought look two things won Rungnery in round three in my opinion and that was the accuracy and the power so he won the uh, he won the decision uh, and I think uh, I think he deserved to win that decision as well right that's all the kickboxing let's talk about the, the submission grappling before we get to the uh the mixed martial arts now this mightn't be as uh, as good of a breakdown as that because honestly i don't know what's going on after that <laughs> but anyway uh we tyree atola versus daggy uh arsalaviev um it was a very aggressive start like they were kind of and this tends to happen with the Riotola brothers. And honestly, it happens with all maybe the, the grapplers who go in there against wrestlers or sambo artists or whatever it might be. Um, very aggressive kind of slapping, like pulling their arms uh, and things like that. But eventually Riotola dived legged first in onto both legs. You know, you see some guys like doing the, uh, uh, do you know, like, um, oh God, what's his name? Ryan... Why can't I think of his name? The 140, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Hall and Tony Ferguson, you know, rolling for the legs and trying to get one leg. Uh, but Riotolo actually got both legs. And I don't know if that was by design or just the way it happened, but it didn't do much from there anyway. It kind of transitioned out. Um, then got into a triangle position after he got to the bottom, slipped out of that, then went for a heel hook, and Daggy like 100% tapped. Like there's just no doubt about it. This is the most clear thing ever. So he stopped. The referee was like, wait, what happened here? Uh, did he tap? Because the referee didn't see it. And then Daggy was like, no, I never tapped. <laughs> and then uh, as he was saying that, Ray thought it was like, grand. And he just jumped on his back and rear naked choked him. Now, did he get that back a bit easy because your man was not paying attention? Yes. But did your man just tap before that and he deserved to get uh, choked like that? Absolutely yes as well. So I have absolutely no uh, sympathy at all for Daggy and Riotolo. They said afterwards he's getting a shot at 185 pounds for uh, the one uh, championship there. Uh, the one championship championship even. So uh, yeah, that'll be fun to see. And do you know what? Uh, I I really enjoy these grappling matches in the middle of everything else. Like if, if you gave me 10 grappling matches in a row, no, I'm like, well, no, do you know what? you hold on to that <laughs> you know that's for someone else that's not for me but if you give me like 10 fights and two of them are grappling matches or one of them i have no problem it's actually like i really enjoy it i know some people don't but i do i think they're they're really good and uh this one was good as was the other one now this was even more interesting the uh mikey musamechi jared brooks uh grappling match um Brooks was very aggressive early in turn, and not aggressive in the same way as Daggy was there, like hitting him or anything. But he was like, when he got to the ground, he was not afraid of him. You know, he was pushing his elbows into his face and his hands into his face. And when Mikey was attacking, Jared was defending things. Like there was at one stage, Mikey like went for a um, uh, a leg lock, and Jared like just turned really calmly, pushed out, did the right thing, and got out of it. Like usually, when you're not a proper jiu-jitsu artist um you get into that position against someone like that and you're like okay i'm just gonna tap here to save my leg but he absolutely did not he wasn't panicking for one second he did really really well um so much so that i think musamechi was attacking more than normal now from a jiu-jitsu expert's point of view you're probably they're probably listening to this and going john what are you talking about he's always attacking everything he's doing is setting something up and you know i I I would bow to your uh, expertise in that, but to the the layman like myself watching that, he looked 
in this and I've watched these last what five or six um, uh, grappling matches probably <laughs> in one championship and to me he looked like and he definitely was going for like more submissions in terms of like not just setting him up but like actually trying to get him on maybe now that's the fact that Jar Brooks is maybe being a bit more aggressive and putting things out there but I think he uh, I, I think he did that but there was a stage in the middle of the fight where he took the back uh, but Jar Brooks defended it very well and the referee stood him up then that was as a bit on, I'm not sure why he stood him up. Like he did almost get him once. Um uh so maybe he was like, Well, you had your chance again, you didn't get him, right? Let's stand it up and let's start again, which you know, fair enough. But uh maybe we should, maybe we should do that in MMA. Uh but anyway, the ref did stand him up. And then Mikey literally just like stuck out his leg. He's like, Go on, take me down there, go on, take me down. Um and Jared initially didn't. And I don't know, did he ever take him down? But Mikey kind of pulled guard. Um, got into a triangle armbar um, And this was a weird one right? Because he was in the triangle armbar He went for the triangle first Didn't get it Didn't kind of transition to the armbar Didn't get it And then was like Got back into the triangle Although he never kind of gave it up And it was like the straight armbar But they were stuck on the ropes As this was happening And then the referee like Literally picked them up Moved them to the side And like the second he dropped them uh, Jar Brooks was tapping And I'm like Surely that move by the referee Helped like he wasn't tapping one edge. The referee moves him, and then he's immediately tapping. And then I saw Jared Brooks giving out, and they're like, "Oh, what's he giving out about?" I think he was giving out about that. I think he's every right, honestly. Like, and I, I know it wasn't like I don't no one really made a big deal of it or anything. And I wonder, I haven't listened if there was it was on obviously very late at night here. If there's a post fight press conference or anything, but uh, do you know what? I'd actually really like to see this rematch. I really would like to see you. I thought it was very good. Um, look, Musumeci was clearly the guy who was always going to get the finish. It was a lot of it was Jar Brooks defending, but still, I've no real problem with that. And I thought it was very good. And honestly, I think if we look back and that finish the way it happened, I think uh, I think there's grounds for another uh, another match there. So let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. But yeah, in the end, anyway, the um, triangle armbar for Mikey Musumeci. I think it was more of like I think it was more of the uh, well it wasn't armbar It was more of an arm lock Kind of uh, And I think it was more that Than anything But you know When you're cutting both It's worse than being cutting one I suppose So yeah Very good win And a very very good gra- I think that might have been My favourite grappling match They've put on so far anyway That was really 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 good um, Right Let's get to the three Mixed martial arts fights uh, The first of all was uh, Jean-Luc Marc Sangio uh, Against uh, In Barigal uh, Bartu um, It was this fight went almost exactly as I thought um, in, like, how it went in terms of, like, the fight itself. Like, the... Let me see how long it actually went. The uh, two, two rounds and three minutes-ish. Uh, but the finish maybe was a little bit different than, than what I thought. And the winner, maybe. Um, it was a compelling opening start to it. Mark... Um, Sango landed this beautiful spinning fist immediately, an absolutely rapid start. He was going all guns ablazing. Um, uh, Bartu got caught, uh, heavy knockdown for Sango then. Um, he was attempting arm bars, a bit of top time from Argyle, but not much in that first round. Now, obviously, we know one championship is scored as a whole, so not scored on round. So, like, you could say it if it was on, you know, in, in, US or wherever you could say he won the first round but that's not the way it goes but he dominated that first round and could have had him out of there a couple of times but uh, Bartu is a tough tough guy and he kept going and kept at it um, 
Landed a head kick and a huge elbow did Bartu almost immediately uh, in the second round and it changed the whole fight. And I, I said two things there. I said the high kick and the elbow, but there's actually three. There was the high kick, the elbow, and then the takedown. Um, and once he got the fight to the ground, it was big trouble because I, I said in the preview coming in, like Sangyao needed to move, needed to stick and move and stay away from him to win this fight. And he showed that in the first round that he had the ability to do that for large parts. Uh, but once you're hurt and then you're on the bottom against someone like Bartu, it is an absolute nightmare. It really is an absolute nightmare. Um, Bartu got on top and like, he got the north south Kimura, right? Which is, which is really a position that in me, and it's easy for me to say sitting here, but like in mixed martial arts these days, the north south position is a position that usually lads do sweep out from an awful lot, and especially if there's a Kimura, like he is turning it one way, like you turn with it or turn, uh, you know, against it even, and you turn your legs away from it, you should be able to get out in some way. But I think the fact that he was hurt made that kind of all go out the window. Um, Turb thought he tapped at one stage. Um, after the, the the second attempt at the North South Kimura, and then he did tap, uh, and there was no doubt about it in the end. But I think a lot of it had to do, even though it was a couple of minutes beforehand, had to do with the, the big elbow, had to do with the, the big kick and the takedown after it. And uh, he finished him off well after some ground upon as well uh, with the uh, beautiful uh, North South Kimura, as I would, uh, I would call it. Um, it. It's it's massive as well, though. I think for for Bartu because Sanjo uh, was one of their top prospects coming through. But both of these lads are. And I said it in the preview as well. Like one championship have so many good prospects coming through. We spoke about Alizov a couple of weeks ago as well. Like, I, I think Sangyo is still, like, a really good prospect, but, you know, so is Bartu. He's only 12 fights into his career, still new enough to the to the game and all of that. And the way he can wrestle, now his submissions we see as well, where he's ground upon, and he's striking, you know, his striking didn't look bad either. So, a massive fight and a massive win for him in that one. Um, I'm going to talk about the John Lineker fight next because I want to leave my main event and, and until last we'll talk about that then it's a very interesting fight between John Lineker and Kim Jae-wong um, I think bo- both of them fought a little bit differently in this fight than how they normally fight I think Lineker way more intelligently and Kim way more nervously now you would think one's a positive one's a negative well the guy who I would say fought his and maybe not the natural fight was was actually winning most of the fight so it it didn't work out that way but anyway um Lineker was very patient very very patient and as I said Kim very nervous he was attacking more than normal um usually Kim he's the type of guy who kind of bades in that pocket you know he's very good at standing in the pocket waiting for you to throw and counter on you and he's comfortable there but he didn't look comfortable for one second against John Lineker and look he's fighting John Lineker I wouldn't look comfortable, you wouldn't look comfortable in there either, so I can understand it. But he did get a lovely takedown, which seemed to settle him a little bit. Landed big elbows, almost took the back. Even more elbows came after that. All control. And for the last three minutes, I've I've said the word elbows now three times, and I probably need to say say it a few more times because there was so many of them. There was a late sweep for John Lineker, but didn't really land much. And a dominant first period for uh, Kim. Lineker more aggressive in the second. Um, he got a leg kicks knockdown, 
landed some nice body hooks and then he got a takedown of his own which I, I talked about in the uh, preview coming in that like that's something you need to do against Kim but I didn't think for a second John Lineker would do it but it was very very smart and as I said a really uh, smart game plan by Lineker uh, Kim went for the triangle no good then they got back up and again Kim looked nervy on the feet um, he tripped Lineker at one stage but he got right back up uh, and Kim was kind of honestly now that he couldn't take him down he tried a couple of times right um, and that he couldn't get his striking going. He just kind of stood there doing nothing for the, the last two minutes of that round. Uh, Lineker was landing way better, and but like way better of what was landed, which wasn't much for the last two minutes. Um, in round three, Lineker was way more confident. Again, um, Kim couldn't get the takedown, but I think uh, uh, maybe the midway period, a little bit before that even of the third round, Kim just like, he said, well, I'm going to give away this fight. Uh, if, if I don't start now and then he did start and he started landing more but Lineker was landing too but I did think Kim was up in the pace and kind of taking that maybe that fight away landed a lovely elbow lovely knee lovely hard leg kick and like when we discord a fight as a whole as well that first round where he was so dominant you know had him probably a lead that I don't think Lineker had taken up in the second so the fact that he was winning the thirds you know was kind of gave him uh, gave him that fight hard leg kick again by Kim as the round was kind of coming to uh, the the last minute or two uh, he was using his lint a little bit, a little bit better um, uh, Lineker landed um, a left hook um, but Kim got a takedown immediately after that and it looked like you know it was uh, it was going to just kind of roll to the end they got back up John Lineker landed a couple of nice shots and then with four seconds left John Lineker unleashed a massive left hook and absolutely sparked Kim. Uh, and it was the John Lineker of old. And honestly, you know, I thought in his last fight and at times in this fight, Lineker didn't look the fighter he used to look. But by God, in the end of this, he did look the fighter he used to look. And there's, you know, there's still some petrol in the tank. There's, there's, <laughs> you know, there's still something left. The old dog uh, still has a few tricks left in him. And that was an absolutely beautiful knockout. I, uh, I, I think a lot of people enjoyed that one, uh, watching it at home. And even though I'm a, a big fan of Kim as well, I think he's a very, very good fighter. And I picked him to win this, you know. Um, it's great to see John Lineker getting another big win. And, um, you know beautiful finish for him and the end was just spectacular absolutely spectacular with that left hook um he called out the champion again i don't know if that fight's going to happen we'll see but i i'd love if i i I'd love john lineker versus demetrius you know how about that i know they're finding different weight classes and stuff but like who cares about weight class you know let, let's make it happen let's make it happen and then we had fight of the year contender so look, this is the type of fight, and I'll I will say this: some people will hate this fight, right? But people who love fun <laughs> will absolutely love this fight. Marquez Buchecha Almeida versus Umar Rugrug Khan. Um, Rugrug looks smashing to start this off. Uh, landed a lovely kick to the body, lovely punch, but Buchecha immediately pulled guard. Rugrug got on top. Um, Buchecha swept him, but. Uh, Rugrug stayed on top and absolutely blasted him. Um, they got back up. 
red face on Buchecha, and this was immediately like, well, okay, I thought Buchecha was going to catch him and something, but now Rogrog is actually just beating him in those positions as well, and that was that was the night. That was the night here. Takedown again for Buchecha, but Rogrog right back up. Jiu-Jitsu just did not work. He's immune to Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, Rogrog on top with big shots. He, he threw a soccer kick to, um, to, to Buchecha. Uh, did it land you know, who, you know soccer kicks are not legal you can throw knees to a ground opponent but not soccer kicks uh, there was a leg lock attempt from Buchecha but Rogue Rogue literally was just like <laughs> and just like walked out <laughs> the leg lock attempt is over there and then Rogue Rogue was like heading off that direction you know it was brilliant you, like for someone like me who's arguing that jiu-jitsu doesn't work in MMA, this was, this <laughs> you know, this was just pure and obvious. Like, it, you just walked out of a, a leg lock, I think, uh, from the greatest heavyweight jiu-jitsu artist of all time. Just made it look easy. Um, immediate clinch for Buchecha in the second round. <clears throat> and um, I thought this was maybe the, the, the beginning of the end for Rugrug because he looks so tired. Uh, he, there was a grab of shorts in the middle of it. Uh, Herb Dean is it like Herb Dean should he should have just left him alone here. There was a okay. There was people grabbing shorts and people grabbing gloves a bit, but like there was nothing major or egregious in there. Just like let him off for God's sake. But anyway, Rogue Rogue landed a huge uppercut in there, but he just he was so tired. He I, I don't know what he just couldn't finish him or couldn't do anything. Uh, Takedown for Buchecha, big ground and pound. I thought he was going to finish him here. Got into the mount. Got into an armbar position, but no good. Got out. Rugrug just walked out of it again. If he kept ground upon him, I think Pujetja probably would have won. But Jiu-Jitsu doesn't work <laughs> against Rugrug. Uh, so it just didn't work. He just got out, up. And this was the punch of the fight, I think. Uh, and maybe it's not one that will be looked back on totally, but he just, uh, Rugrug jabbed Buchecha and just rocked him with a jab. Rocked him. And then Buchecha pulled guard, Rugrug on top, and he kind of just rested for the last 90 seconds. But the third round was, was the round. Um, there was one minute of nodding. Um, the takedown in from Buchecha took the back. Rugrug just got out again. Pull guard again, Rogue Rogue on top. Uh, got into the half guard, a few shots from Rogue Rogue. Grab of the glove again. Herb stands him up. And then, then we had the all-out brawl to match any all-out brawl. Shades of Pride 13 or whatever it was. Uh, Dan Severin back in the day and all of that. Oh my God, it's up on my Twitter if you haven't seen it. The two of them just absolutely just throwing bombs at each other. Just absolutely all out war, all out war. And it was absolutely brilliant. They were so tired, but giving it everything, these two big meaty men throwing every bit of meat they had at each other. It was absolutely brilliant. But Jetchen didn't win for a takedown. There was another grab of the shorts, got a yellow card. And uh, and that was it. Um, Rugrug ended up winning. Uh, rightly so won the decision. He dominated the fight for, for most of it. It was absolutely brilliant. I think they should make the rematch. Honestly, it was fantastic. There was at one point in the fight, right? And I hadn't written this down in my notes, but I think I tweeted it. I think it was in... I think it was in the second round, right? Where Buchecha, You know Buchecha, Like, he's a world champion jiu-jitsu guy. And he's basically do nothing but looking for jiu-jitsu, looking for submissions and all of that. There was a one point where he was like, stood there and he was like, okay, I'm just going to throw a punch. And he just, he just threw a punch straight down the middle and hit Rug Rug. And I was thinking like, 
oh shit, we're in a fight here. <laughs> it was a, it was a, I, I, maybe he didn't even hit him, but it was just the fact he threw a punch. I was like, oh my God, he threw a punch and then he threw more punches. Like, uh, Marcus Almeida, Muchacha lost that fight. But I think, like, if he looks back and then goes, right, well, I can go in there and I can punch with a guy like this who's, like, clearly improved. I see John Mitchell in his corner from Ireland, who's a very good stand-up fighter, ground fighter, uh, MMA fighter, uh, and he's definitely learned from him and the other guys he's training with. Like, Pochetta should be thinking, like, well, the next time we fight, maybe I can improve there and, you know, we, we can have a more even fight even. Like, I... Uh, I loved this. I absolutely loved it. It's what, you know, heavyweight MMA is all about. And um, what a fight. What an absolute war of a fight. So that's it. Rugger got the win and he moves on. There's talks of him fighting for the heavyweight championship. Maybe I'd slow the roll on that a little bit, but uh, it was brilliant. It was absolutely fantastic. And uh, yeah, that was the whole card. Um, and uh, yeah, just to maybe go through the results again while we were... Uh, uh, while we're at the end of it here um, Alazov beat Gregorian by unanimous decision There was a triangle armbar from Mikey Musumeci Tawanchai beat Kiria with a broken arm kick um, left hook by John Lineker in the dying seconds of the final round um, Supergirl won a unanimous decision against Lara Fernandez Rug Rug as I just mentioned won the unanimous decision against Marcus Buchecha Almeida Elias Mohamedy beat Edgar Tabarez uh, with the uh, knees in the first round Tyria Tolo got the rear naked choke uh, over Daggy in uh, the first round well the one and only round of their uh, submission grappling match Rung Narui beat Trujillo by unanimous decision and uh, Kimura from the north-south position got uh, Argyll back to the win over Mark Sangeo. All right, I will leave it there. Thank you to everybody for uh, tuning into the coverage of One Championship this week, and we will be back with uh, One Championship 14 coming up in a few weeks' time, which looks to be a, a really good card too. All right, everyone, my name is Sean Sheehan for Shardog.com. I'll see you all next time.